tuning in to Bell Podcast. Today, we will be discussing global issues in Pakistan. I'm your host, Logan Morris, and we'll be talking with some peers of mine. First up, we will be discussing education in Pakistan. Asking these questions will be researcher Ellis Moore. Logan, I hear that you're the country expert. Do you mind telling me a little bit about the impact the education system is having on Pakistan's children? Yes, so Pakistan's school crisis is having a major impact on Pakistani girls. The poor economy is causing families to choose between feeding their children or sending them to school. While only 52% of boys have completed primary school, 81% of girls have not. This means that millions of children are not getting educated, causing them to have a limited future. This is also limiting job opportunities. By not educating children, they cannot grow up to find jobs that will benefit their community. And Pakistan will struggle with finding educated people to help have have it function. Very interesting. Passing it back to you with the questions. Okay, thank you. Next question will be directed to Beckett Gabriel, who has learned about Pakistan's education. What is the school system like in Pakistan? Well, the school system in Pakistan is split up into six main levels. Preschool for the ages from 3 to 5, primary grades 1 through 5, middle grades 6 through 8, high school grades 9 through 10 leading to secondary school certificate of SSC, and intermediate grades 11 and 12. The school system there is very loose, and it is not uncommon for students to change schools, electives, and courses. Very similar to here in the U.S. Interesting. How is the education system in Pakistan compared to others around the world? Well, the school system in Pakistan is very different because it is used as a business. So many schools are being built, but the quality of them is not good. Pakistan's literacy rate is around 65%. That's a lot lower than the countries like U.S. and France who have a literacy rate of 99 The education system there is bad because of the lack of budget, policy implementation, and effective examination systems. Many children also drop out of school very early on. All right, thank you so much for sharing this information with us. But now, Ellis, is education a conflict for the children of Pakistan? Yes, there are multiple conflicts with the education system of Pakistan. In Pakistan, there are no gender equality for young students. The Pakistan Today and UNICEF says proportion of gender discrimination separation is a reason which is anti-participating the elementary school proportion of young men and young ladies, which is 10 to 4 individually. Gender-wise, boys outnumber girls at every stage of education. Another main problem is money. Students and parents cannot afford to pay for school, so the child will not receive an education. Gender equality and poverty are just two of the big issues of education in Pakistan. This time, Logan, do you mind telling me how human rights and health are connected in Pakistan? Yeah. Unlike here in the U.S., human rights are a fighting struggle in Pakistan since it's still a developing country, leaving the healthcare system with nothing and citizens not having the adequate sorry, I got a notification, um, rights to get the help needed. According to the Borjan Project, the Constitution of Pakistan has fundamental rights, but the rights are not being held into consideration. 21% of girls are being forced into marriage by the age of 18, and people are getting hurt from speaking out about what they believe in, causing them to seek medical attention but receiving none. Not having 
Access to healthcare is a violation of human rights and should be accessible. When people are doing what they should be allowed, freedom of speech and religion, they are told to leave or even worse, put in physical danger. This is a violation of human rights and a healthcare system should be in place to ensure that people have sufficient healthcare. Very interesting. Another speaker would be editor Liam Ray, who has studied all about Pakistan's health. Yes, I'm excited to teach everyone. Liam, how much health care is accessible to children in Pakistan? Good health becoming less accessible to the children of this country. Harrowing facts since emerged of data from 930 HIV positive people diagnosed in Rotadero between April 24th and July 15th, 2019. Almost 80% were younger than five years and HIV infection in children was associated with having received multiple injections as part of treatment from healthcare providers. The number of confirmed HIV cases is growing as intensified HIV screening continues in Rotadero. As of December 22, 2019, 1,221 new HIV cases have been reported, 970 which are in children. There are reports that unqualified healthcare providers are being shut down in parts of Sindh given the weak state of many medical education institutions. We also need to question the unqualified healthcare providers result in receiving an acceptable quality of care. The state approves the accessibility of good health for poor families in the decreasing at a fast rate. A large percentage of people who cannot afford private institutions are left with no access to it. They have some of the worst numbers for infant mortality rate, which is partly because of bad government. And what is the level of degree of personal health that people are getting in Pakistan? Well, because of poor air quality, the level of health of Pakistan is extremely detrimental to the people because of air pollution. According to Amnesty.org, levels of air quality have been rated nearly unhealthy and very unhealthy for the most year in Punjab. During the smog season from October to January, air quality reaches hazardous levels as recorded by multiple independent sources, including the air quality monitors installed by the United States Consulate in Lahore and the crowdsourced data correlated by the Pakistan Air Quality Initiative. Their air quality is scaled to be at 300 on average for many cities in Pakistan. The health of the people are becoming more and more detrimental to the people every single day. Thick smog makes it almost impossible for people to enjoy going outside to do regular things. The government needs to address this public problem for the people of Pakistan because it endangers their lives and their loved ones. Wow, very interesting. Now I'd like to bring back Ellis Morin and talk to her about her research with the ongoing conflict in Pakistan. What is the Pakistan, or when did the Pakistan and India conflict start? Hello again, and to answer your question, the Pakistan and India conflict started in 1947. Wars broke out between India and Pakistan in 1947, 1965, and 1995 over the Kashmir region that lies along the borders of both countries. They argue over who should get the land because it's so close to the edge of India. This conflict is still lasting today with army troops, violence, and military forces swamping both sides. That's crazy. I'm sure you can go on and on about this topic, but it's time to move on. Well, thank you for all the questions asked and answered today. And a special thank you to anyone who turned into Bell Podcast and have an amazing rest of your day.